figure out because I'm trying to refine my distance because I think I was a little loud last time. Be a little, oh, you were? Well, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't. I mean, if you're just excited. I mean, I'm. Uh, we're about to talk about blood sport. Yeah. So people's excitement level does fluctuate, and it is hard to do sound during. Like Bo Young just. <laughs> I mean, like a lot of people were doing weird ass shit with their hands in this movie. <laughs> oh, That's true. Man. The, uh, the fist bumping, like... Oh, my gosh. Well, that... The decoy. I, I knew what they were bump. trying to do there. I can't explain that. But, you know, let's let's start this kumite. Let's start this kumite. Hello, hello. Make your father proud. Make my... I will, I will make my shidoshi proud. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Too Much Free Time Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Queso Burris, a.k.a. El Diablo. With me, as always, is Peter Hand yeah. Hostel. Uh, yeah, yeah. Blanket yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah, what's up? John does not have a nickname due to legal reasons that we will explain outside the podcast if you follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Girdler. Redacted. Girdler. <laughs> John redacted Girdler. I like that, actually. I do, too, actually. Oh, man. We're starting off our... We never really officially named it, but this is the summer, because it's post-July 4th, mm-hmm. summer of the martial arts. We should just call it the Kumite Summer. Because it's going to be just grown-ass men fighting each other. It's just going to be Bloodsport 1, Bloodsport 2, Bloodsport blood sport 3, team, maybe blood Kickboxer sport. to change things up. Then Lionheart. Then back to Bloodsport. <laughs> but that's the movie because it was my pick first. It was. And you got to start with a movie that is the basis for video games, other fighting movies. This was mimicked so many different ways. And it epitomizes what I believe the greatness and awfulness of martial arts movies are. Because everyone can point to Bruce Lee, Enter the Dragon. How what revolution- did he even do? What? Okay, revolutionary. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see a French-Belgian say he's an American and fight in Hong Kong in a no-holds-bar, full-contact sport when, when somebody dies, they all act surprised. Bruce Lee never did that. Kind of. <laughs> but <yeah. laughs> That's right. We're talking about blood sport. That's one of the grandest intros you've ever given a movie. Because I'm so pumped. He's passionate. About the Kumite. I will make all of you say mate by the end of this. <laughs> oh, okay. You're going to be my mate daddy. Oh, man. Before we jump into it, though, like, what is you guys' history with martial arts films? It doesn't go much farther back than 2000 or 99. So, like, the Jet Li movies? Yeah, that's about where it starts. That And, like, was Crouching Tiger 99? That was around then. That that was like the first one for me. That I was like, "Oh, this is cool." Oh yeah, that's like super mystical ones too. The Wuxia, whatever. You... Yeah, it's that whole like it's Chinese fairy tales or something. Yeah, flipping love Folklore. it, John. Uh, similar experiences, Peter. I've seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon as a child, and then I've seen um, Kung Pao. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Those are the only ones you've seen. And Mortal like- Kombat. The old one. Oh. And the new one. You watched the new one with us. I wasn't with you guys. What? Yeah. He wasn't? No, so that like might be was, my choice. But he was redacted. <laughs> he was redacted. It's a callback to... So all that being said, not much experience from my end. Oh, man. So I... This Wait, is, Karate Kid. Oh, yeah. Everyone's seen yeah, Karate Kid. Okay. 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 Everyone's yeah. seen Karate Kid. That counts. That, yeah. that 100% counts. Especially because my second pick after this is basically a modern ripoff of Karate Kid except like 20,000 times worse, and it's great. So Karate Kid with Jay. <laughs> no, it's worse than that. <laughs> okay. But yeah, like I grew up 
Because I was one of the kids that was always a ninja for Halloween or like a Power Ranger, Batman. You know, something where I could run around and throw my hands like I'm fighting somebody. Those were always my Halloween costumes. So explains I grew a lot. Up, yeah. I still do that. I run around just karate chopping. Why you talk people. with your hands? <laughs> that's very... I wonder if that's true. <laughs> that can be very true. But yeah, so like I grew up watching these movies and this is... Some of them, though, cross over into that area where because my brother always loved watching sports movies so i grew up watching all those with him and this is kind of that weird crossover where we would watch these together Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of athleticism in these movies can't deny it you can't but there's fun crazy weird martial arts mysticism bullshit in these movies that i loved so i was hooked on them love these one and when you think of the 80s action stars there's no one more ridiculous than Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme is one of the most absurd action stars we've had in cinema history, and I love him. He is ridiculous. Yes, agreed. And like Arnold, he always has to be like the American. And at least with Arnold, they kind of just like, just don't even mention it. They don't even try to like... You know, like, yeah, he has that accent, but he's not trying to be the gung-ho American most of the time. In his JVCD's movies, he is always like, no, I'm the most American. Like, you can't, I am I am Coca-Cola. <laughs> well, and, and in this one, too, in Bloodsport, multiple times, like, other characters are like, USA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the guy that leads up, he's like, USA, okay. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> Oh, Jackson. Jackson, oh, USA, okay. Frankie, <laughs> my best friend. <laughs> what a friendship we watch. <laughs> they bond over video games, which is quite American. Oh, my God. I, I just have a lot of questions. <laughs> I, that's what was my next thing. I was like, because you guys haven't really watched these movies. Mm-mm. I imagine this movie was a little jarring. <laughs> in the first two minutes, I was like, Fran, buckle in. <laughs> <laughs> So I actually kind of misremembered the start of this movie. I thought the movie started at a different point and then the flashbacks happened. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I I thought it started with him going AWOL. Well, okay. So first off, we should just go ahead and say this movie is quote unquote based on a true story of Frank Dukes, the most bullshit guy in the universe. But he is a army special forces quote-unquote guy he's like in the cia right how do y'all know this though like <laughs> well, that was so, not clear so in the movie he's on an army base but the plot of this movie is this american soldier goes awol to fight in an underground no holds bar fighting tournament full in contact. Ho- yeah full contact in hong kong to honor his shudoshi and, and, he taught him the 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 death punch. Yeah, the dim mock. Yeah, <laughs> don't make it sound stupid, Peter. Okay, <laughs> but, but like I I wish my description was better. But that's literally what the plot is. Yeah, there is no plot, and it, they tell you. I mean, the movie says it's based on his life. Right. So when I was rewatching this, I had misremembered the whole pageantry of them setting up the Kumite at the beginning. Literally setting up the set. I love it because it made me think about like, what if they added that to movies like Mortal Kombat? 
Like Shang Tsung's walking around like, no, no, that sign's not straight. <laughs> like, the throne's not centered. Yeah, the si- no, 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 no. The stage needs to be this big. <laughs> like, Put the lava pit over here. They're doing like all the prep work yeah. for like a fighting tournament. And then you just see like random ass people fighting kind of. Oh, well, it's the montage. Coconut. It's yeah. the montage of all the people who've gotten invites. But like some of them. Well, yes, some of them. Because it's, it's hilarious because it's, it's a montage that shows the the vast array of martial arts and a made-up one with a guy rolling around like a monkey and then he jumps was my favorite. savagely <laughs> racist. That was my favorite character. <laughs> and he got out. Well, okay, he won a few it's fights. Effective. His he style did. was effective. I just cannot believe that they had him jump in a tree and karate chop a fucking coconut. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's just what I do. And he translates, yeah. I guess, his living in the woods to fighting. Like, I guess. Yeah, Fran pointed out the racism of that guy, too. Oh, yeah. She had to point that out? My follow-up Ooh. was, I want to know, my favorite <laughs> in the montage, though, because you see, you see like, the Wishu Kung Fu guys. Yeah. You see the sumo wrestler for a second. You see the monkey man. You see... Some white people. Well, so you see people in a jungle with tiki torches, a vast array of cultural ethnicities surrounding the circle and then two guys kind of slap fighting yeah and i don't know what that's supposed to be <laughs> like it looks like a fight that broke out at like a luau that people are watching and they're like yeah <laughs> i couldn't tell if that's where paco was if that was paco's like montage I went to a tacky tourist party this weekend, and that reminded me of that, <laughs> a fight that would break out well, there. And you see Jackson, like, drinking a beer and punching a bag and someone With being like... no gloves. Yeah. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite thing in martial arts movies is they're always like, that's how tough he is. He punches a heavy bag with no gloves. What cool. Just break his fucking hands. <laughs> what does he say at the invite? He's like, I don't remember. It's, oh, like, it's like two words. It's one of my favorite, because he's just hit. He's like, huh, huh, huh. And the guy's like, hey, Jackson, you really going to Hong Kong? Yeah, full contact, brother. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> I, lo- I love anything full contact. <laughs> Already setting some vibes. Well, Homoerotic so, vibes in this movie. So he's Ogre from, he's famous as being Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. That's that actor. And I laugh because it IMDb has it as one of the facts for the movie is at no point do we see <laughs> any the, bit of any martial arts out of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Typical American. Like, how do you not make him like a former boxer or like a bouncer at a bar or like a former football player? Like he just something. drinks beer and likes Harleys. Yeah, there's no history to why he like why he is the way he is. Why is he invited to the Kumite? He has shown no martial skill. Yeah. Even though he does have my favorite my favorite line, which is the the pick a brick and he breaks the top one, picks up the one underneath and goes, Look, not a scratch on it. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite line. But yeah, we we get that montage, everyone's getting their invitations, and then we see Frank Dukes kicking a speed bag that you use for boxing with his feet. Because <laughs> we're just showing how flexible he is. Yeah, just got to show it off. We're going to do that about 10 times. Get this little squirmy like army guy being like, the colonel wants to see you, Mr. Dukes. Okay, sure. After I take a shower. <laughs> okay, we got a badass over here. He's going to make the colonel wait. I just like he cuts to the shower and the guy's like, oh, it's taking a while. Yeah, well, he, but he, like, he said... 
that'll have to wait. And then it doesn't wait. He yeah. takes a shower. He goes and takes a shower. Anyway. But I love that. He's like him just standing outside the shower. He's like, what's going on in there? <laughs> <laughs> like, he just was standing outside the shower. It looks like they're also reading cue cards because there's always like, he'll have to wait. Pause. Oh, 100%. Especially when he's talking to the colonel right after this. When he like, oh, he's like, shit, <laughs> he's gone. And then the, runs out of the, the shower. The dialogue in this movie is hot garbage. The and there's not thing. that much. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he'd go to the colonel. He's like, oh, damn it. If anything happens to Frank Dukes, oh, well, we got to get whatever their names are on this. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because I think, so like Frank Dukes claims to be this like ultimate CIA assassin hitman warrior in real life. So I think the idea is that he's like, he's too important to the army. They put so much time and he's the perfect weapon. We can't let him get hurt at this fighting tournament in Hong Kong. <laughs> there are a lot of twists and turns in this movie, but the biggest twist to me was that Forrest Whitaker yeah. was in yes. this movie. Very young. Surprise, Forrest Whitaker. But the interesting thing that I noticed, a lot of mannerisms he continued on for the next 50 years. That's 40. true. But, I mean, every time Frank Dukes got away from him, he just deceptions, yeah. lies, <laughs> like a lot of the same facial, uh, whatevers. Oh man! But yeah, so Frank this Dukes is, is now a wall from his army, which, by the way, that a hundred percent looks like it was just filmed in some park. Like when they're, he's like running to the colonel's office and they're doing drills on like a basketball court. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but where does Frank Dukes go? He's got to go see his shidoshi. I'm really doing it, Pops. <laughs> I love this. Him going to see the guy who trained him. And when he goes in and the wife's going to go see if he can see him. And he has like a 30-minute flashback of just staring at the wall. But no joke. He looks at the, like, the sword or whatever, and then I thought those kids broke in. Then. I did, too. I didn't. I was like, "Yeah, the, the, the fade happening? out. The fade out isn't very good. <laughs> the flashback scenes were incredible. <laughs> yeah, the flashback oh scenes gosh. are honestly some of the best parts of the whole movie, and it's unfortunate that it happened so quickly at the beginning. You say quickly? Oh, they're long, <laughs> but I just mean in the spectrum of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I guess we were done too soon, but they could have gone on longer. There were so many shots of just people's faces. I just wanted more of teen." Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> it was awful. I was talking to Peter. Joe, I want to I get your opinion on this. Do you think it was, A, that teenager, that was his voice, and he was trying to imitate Jean-Claude Van Damme? <laughs> or B, was it they just dubbed over the kid with Jean-Claude Van Damme pretending to be a teenage boy? I think it was Screech from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> who they tried to dub his voice over. He, does, he did kind of look like Screech. <laughs> he was awful. Oh, he that was... That actor was terrible. <laughs> Oh man, those the kids breaking into the house are terrible. Just like they just slide open the window, they're like, "Oh, cool sword! What are you doing, Frankie? Grab something!" Oh, they're coming, and then they drop with a grab. Be our friend, <laughs> yeah. you got to do this. Yeah, if you want to hang out with us, you got to steal something, Frank. This felt like a movie we would make, to be honest, with the dialogue. <laughs> no, so I mean, the movie is like a fifth grader wrote the script. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, like the end of the movie where they have the fun facts with Frank, it's like. No, I mean, a fifth grader wrote 
whoever Frank Duck's history is too. Like yeah, <laughs> 329 fights in five years. Like that's a number a fifth grader comes up with, <laughs> and he's undefeated. John, did you notice anything about what the teenager was wearing? I wanted to see if you caught this. Oh, that he's wearing a San Francisco Giants hat, but then a New York Giants shirt. <laughs> yes, I wanted to see if you caught that. I did catch that. That is 100% a wardrobe. Just he didn't think giants. about it. He just likes Giants. He's they like, might be Giants. Because he's American. This loves- scene, though, cracked me up when the little kid runs in and kicks oh, him. Kicks and him then his the dad's gun? like, that's enough, Sam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have like, beaten the shit out of this white kid enough. <laughs> I died at that. I always die at the, um, he's like, you do not earn katana sword by thievery. You earn it through like bravery or something like that. And then cuts the bill of his hat off like in one quick stroke. <laughs> Whoa! And it's just like, you didn't flinch. He didn't have time to. Yeah. <laughs> you did that super fast. I don't actually fast. know if he registered anything happened. <laughs> I, think, I don't think, yeah, he knew what went on. Check his pants. He might have pissed himself. <laughs> it's like, you've got to. Warrior spirit? Yeah. You just deer in the headlights. Oh shit. <laughs> and then I love that it's like we're gonna make a deal. I'm gonna train you enough for my son to beat the shit out of you and I won't call the cops. That's essentially the deal. It's a great deal. I love and I like how later when he's mad about it, he's like, you either train me or you can forget about our deal. The deal was you go to prison. <laughs> but now I think at some point there's a statute of limitations and that is... That's a good point. That's ha- that passed. The the meeting with the parents. Oh, yeah. The Takashi... What, what was his... What, that was the name of the... I can't remember the name of the his Shidoshi. Uh, Kanata? Tanaka. Tanaka? Tanaka? Sounds... Yeah. It sounds about right. Um... But him meeting with, yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme's parents is amazing. Because it's <laughs> just, you, the, there's like, you came here to grow up, uh, to America to do what? We came here to make wine. It's like the most like, of course. <laughs> just him being like, yeah, and I, I came here to, <laughs> to grow fish. We're both immigrants, I guess. <laughs> We can bond over that. Yeah, and it's them having to explain. I, you forgot the best part of the line there. And he's like, but we both grow children together. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. We both grow children together. <laughs> and it's the martial sciences. It's not yeah. martial arts. It's I'm going to teach him the martial sciences. It's all scientific. but He's not going to get his BA. He's going to get a BS. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this flashback of young teenage Jean-Claude Van Damme, just them training is so funny and then this kid tanaka's kid supposed to be this next generation badass two nobodies at the school beat the shit out of him and jean claude's gotta come up and save him <laughs> what a weird scene yeah it's- and then he hands him a claw to help pick him up yeah, yeah. peter pointed this out we were talking about it like it's it makes zero sense that you would get up from being just your ass kicked and then just be one day, I'm going to win the Kumite like my dad and make him proud. All right. That has nothing to do with what just happened. but <laughs> no, no thanks. <laughs> like, they haven't even mentioned the Kumite at the at all. Yeah. So you kind of want Jean-Claude Van be like, what's A Kumite. the Kumite? <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. It'd be so funny. Imagine if you saw that. Like, 
a kid, some kid in high school is getting beat the shit out of. He's like, you step in and help him. You're helping him up. He's like, one day, I'm going to be the heavyweight champion of the world. All right. <laughs> Someone got hit in the head a little too hard. Huh? I think we need to take you to the hospital. I think you're having a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're going to be someone's highlight reel, buddy. Yeah. And then it just fast forward to that kid's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now we get real Jean-Claude Van Damme, though. And it's the whole conversation about really training him, which just happens to casually throw in the fact that Tanaka's first family died at Hiroshima. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and there's no, there's zero explanation past that point. Cause he's like, that's why I left Japan. I couldn't stand the war. And you're like, but so they were, did you leave them? And then they were nuked. Were you in the army and they were nuked and you were like, I'm done. What? doesn't matter it does you can't mm. just blatantly be like yeah my family just you know died during the nuke and i was like i'll just come to america start a new family i mean apparently you can do that <laughs> with the sole purpose of training a new son to be <laughs> <laughs> old son died <laughs> <laughs> a new son to win the kumite which we don't know how many times Tanaka won, but at least he won once because he has a sword, which is a question I have at the end. Every time you win, do you get a sword? So Frank Duke should have like 60 swords, right? Or some nonsense? In real life? Yeah. I guess. Well, no, I mean, wasn't it five years? Oh, yeah, he did it for five years. He, he should have five swords. swords. I mean, he was undefeated. He had trophies, though, which is part of the whole lawsuit he got in later. Yeah, because like, yeah, one, one uh, tournament... He uh, won 59 fights consecutively. In one tournament. In one tournament, yeah. In a single day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, three days. <laughs> but yeah, this is, it's weird. I think pacing-wise for this movie, the reason this is such a weird standout is because usually you get this montage. Like, if you were to restructure this movie, it would make more sense to he fights uh, Kung Lee and loses, then this training montage happens, and then, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But for him to have all the prep work done, which, I mean, makes sense in a realistic way of, like... You can't just learn it overnight. Yeah, you know, he's been doing this for years, so if you were training for a fight, you would have done this. But in a movie structure, it feels so off to have all the training montages heavy-loaded at the beginning before anything else happens. Like, we don't know anything else that's going on in this movie except for... Jean-Claude Van Damme is getting trained by this Japanese man in the weirdest ways. Yeah, for some reason has to serve them blindfolded at the table. Which is amazing. Did you see the lustful eyes that Miss Tanaka was looking at him when he was serving tea? Oh, yeah. My personal favorite, because this kind of cuts into that weird like shit you see on McDojo life where it's quick cuts of Jean-Claude Van Damme like coming at Tanaka and then just shows Tanaka's face. You don't see him do anything else. And then it just shows Jean-Claude Van Damme on the ground. Like, ah, yeah. Like it just keeps doing that. You're like, what's happening? (laughs) (laughs) But you know, slowly he gets better and better. The weirdest training thing besides the blindfolding is the weird, uh, he's stretching them out. Yeah. Stretching them out. And they're making hardcore eye contact while this is happening. Yeah. And I 
Because, like, it's supposed to be you can meditate through the pain. And so when they really start making eye contact, I think that's supposed to be the sign. He's like, I don't feel it anymore. And then Jean-Claude Van Damme breaks the machine to show he's ready. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. feel like he just ruined the exercise. Yeah. I yeah. saw one review, like, one review explaining the movie, comparing it to, like, I mean, if you're lifting weights and you're, like, doing bench press, and then you break the barbell, that's not, like, a complete set. You you just, that was equipment failure. You got to gotta go to the next set. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the point wasn't to try to stand back up. <laughs> how funny would that be? He breaks it, and he's like, you know how long it took me to make that? It's like, I'm or sorry, Shidoshi. My son made that. <laughs> <laughs> I made my son. With that. It's all I had left. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Shidoshi. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, the training montage is insane. Him fighting blindfolded and catching the fish out of the water, all of which is important in this movie. No subtlety whatsoever. It's pretty heavy-handed. Yeah, this Chekhov's is important. machine gun out here. And he's a fish out of water once he gets over to oh Hong Kong. Goodness. Yeah. I really like, not, though. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty it's pretty cool though that like if you're holding like a secret don't tell anybody no holds bar full contact full contact full contact <laughs> kumite <laughs> you want to make sure all the athletes are staying in the same hotel <laughs> <laughs> like that lobby that bar lobby would be like okay clearly <laughs> something's about to happen this well, I mean, weekend e- yeah even the i forget even her name because she's not important oh the journalist yeah i don't think they say her name it's janice kent according to I don't remember them her first anymore. line is like so what brought you to the kumite we know you're here for the kumite, the kumite. no i know there's a no holds bar tournament like he, she explains what the kumite is to a man she thinks is in, in the kumite. It, yeah. it's for the audience exposition a hundred percent Oh man, yeah, that her character. I, I was telling Peter and Liz the in the eighties specifically. And it happened in the nineties too, but in the eighties specifically, when they were doing these big like action movies where it's like hairless these, men, yeah, these men doing, bods <laughs> doing all these <laughs> masculine, we're fighting each other, getting <laughs> real <laughs> wet and sweaty, <laughs> all grappling this machismo. It always, it always seemed to be an afterthought where they're like. This does seem a little homoerotic. We should throw in a woman just to be like, yeah, our main character's not gay. And that is exactly what this journalist character is. She has no depth, no purpose. Nothing she does affects anything in the movie. She is solely there to be like, but don't worry, Jean-Claude Van Damme's not gay. Like, I mean, yeah, it's... Him and Jackson have this weird, you know, bond, but they're not gay. He like, kisses him. <laughs> he tells him I love him, which is all fine. You it's should, all fine. Yeah. You should be able to. But, it, like, our hero's not gay. No. <laughs> no, and you saw his ass. Oh, man. This not is gay. another This is another moment where, like, this movie's treading on some serious racism issues. Of, treading? They cross the lines <laughs> of mean, serious racism Yeah. Issues. <laughs> Where a clearly not Middle Eastern man is Ooh, playing yeah. a Middle Eastern man, where they basically just put like a towel on his head and were like, "Yeah, he's uh, and a gold tooth." Yeah, he's like, "Oh yeah, he's what was his name? Hassan or something like yeah, that?" Yeah, like Hossein. Hossein. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> and then he's like, "I'm gonna take you back to my room." Oh yeah, They're, all three of them were like, "She's coming with us." Oh my gosh. Yeah. Terrifying. 
Uh, savagely racist. Oh, misogynistic. Gosh. Oh, wait, but we skipped over the first meeting of Jackson and, and Frank. In the, yeah, in the bar. Ray, yeah. Yeah, because them... <laughs> Their quick, out-of-nowhere friendship that turns into a bond of loyalty that cannot be broken. Well, like, because he wants to play a video game. He's like, oh, I like a man who's not afraid to lose. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, because he's because he when Jean-Claude Van Damme reaches for a quarter, he's like, no, 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 I'm not going to take his money, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but it's not like you win money, either. <laughs> yeah, you, you just Your lost money. gone, bro. <laughs> As a first-time watcher, I thought they were setting Jackson up to be the villain, actually, that he had to really? like, fight at the end. Yeah, because well, he is obnoxious on the bus. Yeah, when you like, see him on the bus, he does seem like the stereotypical asshole American. I mean, he is, yeah. I did like the one leg over the thing, though, because I'm like, that actor's like, over six one, so that bus was probably very uncomfortable <laughs> for him. <laughs> but yeah, the hotel, them playing the weird karate game, because you know, if you're really good at karate in real life, you're gonna dominate in a you know in a video game. Yeah, that you've never like played. Era. Oh wait, it's not. <laughs> Andrew plays guitar for all who gives a shit. I'm better at guitar hero. <laughs> Makes him real mad because he's a classically trained musician. Oh, man. Yeah, but... <laughs> hey, but the two bonds of friendship. We're both American, even though you have a very thick French-Belgian action, accent. And we play video games. You beat me at video games. We're buddies now. Okay, USA. We we got this. Oh, man. And then they meet their... I, I don't know who he's supposed to be. If he's like their manager. No, he yeah. tells them he's he's the tour guide. He's their he's like their Billy Zane for he's, some reason. He's helping them so that they don't get into trouble because they cross over into China. Oh, and, and we get that exposition yeah. as a free Hong Kong, and we get that exposition Kong, yeah. as to like why Hong Kong can exist. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, we do get that brief spout of history, but yeah, I mean that's so topical for today. I, Great pick, Mark. He's one of my favorite characters. He's got some fun lines in this where he's like very much knows the movie he's in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the what's the holdup, guys? Yeah, just I like the like. What, who cares if his Shidoshi's Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, like you know what I mean. <laughs> him and Chong Lee's uh, manager guy. Is oh awesome. my gosh! Just yeah. cuts to him going. Ah. <laughs> I think one of the unsung heroes too in this movie is the janitor because in the beginning when they're setting up the stage, we get the most awkward long shot where clearly they told that actor just mop the stage, and then he thought they'd only do it for a second, and then he stopped. He's like, "Am I good?" <laughs> Because it shows him just like looking around. Like, no, keep going. This is good shit. And then he gets the gold tooth. Oh, he, yeah. He has to test it, though. It just fell out of a man's mouth. And then he puts it in his own. And when they're explaining the kumite at the, before that, too, you see him like laying his head against the mop and like, this shit again. Like, <laughs> every oh, five every, years. Yeah, if I had year. a dime. Oh, man. <laughs> Unsung hero. But yeah, so we got the Frank Jackson. He does connection. a really shitty job cleaning up the state. We're gonna say. Well, he smears. You yeah. can't. You not on that material. You got a blot. Got, That's yeah. a blot situation. He's just rubbing it. In. Yeah. What does that do? <laughs> I wanted that ref to when he comes out to clean up the blood for the one guy. Just be like, you're just making it worse. You're just making it worse. Just making it worse. <laughs> just as he's spreading it. There. He wasn't the best equipped uh, for the job he was trying to do either. No, he was not. It's probably a BYO. Um, bring your own mop. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so we got the Frank Jackson friendship, and now we're now we're at the bar or whatever where it's um, Hussein, the, uh, company. Hussein <laughs> company, Janice. 
And Frank's like, hey, leave leave the woman alone. You know, because I'm from America. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he talks and they act like he's this big American hero, it kills me. <laughs> the uh, But the, he basically makes a deal like, hey, if you if I can snatch this quarter out of your hand, she's mine. And if I don't, you get her. Which is pretty playing pretty cavalier with. <laughs> Are you sure you want to do this, Frank? And then, yeah, I mean, and uh, she appropriately is like, "Oh my gosh, not another man like this." I do, John. Yeah, you pointed that. Out. I love that Jackson's like, "Oh, you sure you want to do this, Frank? <laughs> Frankie." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then it's like a weird magic trick because you remember he grabbed fish out of the water, so he can do this. Oh, he doesn't just take the quarter; he replaces it with a Hong Kong coin. Pretty crazy. Oof. Yeah. Presses everybody. Jackson's all excited. He's like, oh, yeah, Frankie. <laughs> that's my friend. <laughs> Best friend. <laughs> really, though. It's like, man. <laughs> he just <laughs> he's so excited. I think that's it. what this movie is about, is about friendship. The friends we made along the, the way. Difficulty, uh, <laughs> the difficulty making friends. friends as an adult. The real Kumite. <laughs> it's the friends we made along the way. Oh, man. But yeah, like you said, they get led by our tour guide. Um, who hasn't? Yeah, I've skipped his other gray line, which is the the Jackson. You you Jackson, you look like a Jackson. That's a fun one. Um, but yeah, they get led to where the Kumite is. And that makes you uh, Frank Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you Frank Ducks. That's Dukes. Dukes. Like put up your Dukes. I laugh because this next scene though has been parodied so many times of the going through the alleyway. Where it's like all the cables and it's like weird people in the hallway. Yeah, like, oh, this like is real room. China. <laughs> it lasted forever. It does. It's a long hallway. <laughs> China's big, John. I don't know if you know this. But I feel like there's been know. so many movies that make fun <laughs> of it. Like I've been there. Like, uh, like I know that Beer Fest movie by the Broken Lizard guys made fun of it. I feel like that uh, ping pong. What was that shitty Balls of Fury? Yeah. Like I think they made fun of it. It's I feel like it's appeared in multiple things where it's them going down like the long hallway to the like secret tournament. That looks like the entrance to like a Chinese buffet. Yeah. <laughs> Come in one plate. You don't need to get another one. You just go right back up there. Oh man. Yeah, but this is where we see that it's it's mainly in the audience is just fighters and then like maybe 20 people that are super wealthy and just are allowed to bet on it looks it looked to me like it was just like one area for fighters and the rest were people with all their money i thought they were on both sides of the stage so it looked to me and i'm like that's gotta suck if you're doing the one of these tournaments and you have to stay because you're half the audience (laughs) well now listen because frank tells janice it's not about the uh spectators or whatever it's about the fighters it's for the fighters right because yeah she wants she's a journalist and she wants to get the scoop on the kumite yeah the betting is wild too they're just throwing money i don't know how they keep track of who's betting. it's like the fight is just announced and they're like oh we gotta go now but that's that movie movie betting where it's there clearly can be no sense of tracking who bet what and how much and what the percentages are one dude just had a fistful of money and he just puts it in a guy's pocket. <laughs> He's like, this is a bet. <laughs> <laughs> what? We haven't talked about the spread. What are the odds? Like nothing. It's like, nope, this is a bet. Who are you betting on? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's a bet. <laughs> Can y'all help me understand his like moment where he has to prove his like by chopping the bricks? Why did he have to? But 
I thought he had an invitation. This well, is, he did have an invitation, but to prove because, because he said he's, who his. So basically, they was. didn't say it, but he's, you know, he's got the Tanaka clan's invitation, but he's a uh, white dude claiming they to have said been. That. Yeah, they said you don't look like a Tanaka. Yeah, but they don't call him a white dude, which they should have been like. So you're a white French Belgian from America who was trained by a Japanese man. Was essentially what they were asking him. America, great melting pot. <laughs> That's what his response should have been. But yeah, they made him perform the dim mock, which is one of the greatest bullshit things in martial arts. Like Kill Bill. Yeah, that's it's referencing Kill Bill. It's if you go to old kung fu movies, that's always the thing. And there were people throughout the seventies and the eighties into the early nineties that like, and I bet there's still people around right now that still preach that like they know how to do it. You know what I mean? And they've only had to do it three times. Yeah, it's incredible. And it's not always the dim mock, but it's some sort of like, if I hit somebody in the right spot, I'll instantly kill them. Because that's just how I was trained. And I know I shouldn't do it. Because that's what you learn the the power. You understand the true potential. And you know you should never use it. It's that bullshit. But yeah, so he's got to break those bricks. The one specific brick that's called out. And uh, his guy picks the top one. Top one? Yeah. And then right before he's like, no! And you're like, who just Bottom brick. (laughs) (laughs) Then he hits the top brick, and the bottom brick explodes with none of the other bricks being damaged. And then it's another, all right, Frankie! (laughs) (laughs) And I like it shows so many people's faces. Yeah. Everyone's like super shocked, but not not Chung Lee. Well, they had the random guy come out with a suit and like a clipboard. Like he's about to be like, ah, this is official. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Now we'll just need a urine sample. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's an 100% authentic dim mock. <laughs> I like uh, his line, though, the Chung Lee's line here, the uh, brick don't hit back. It's pretty good. It's a Chung pretty Lee good. is a good villain. He is. They should have cast somebody that could actually move around. Mm-hmm. It's a martial arts tournament, and they hired a – he was Mr. Korea. Like he was a bodybuilder. And that's why he's massive, uh, which looks intimidating. But his arm movement, <laughs> his pecs could move around. Say that much. <laughs> he did that a few times. Yeah, yeah. he did the the. the There's boot a lot bounce. of diamond cutting pecs in this movie. <laughs> I just like if you ever like paid attention to his arms, it looked he kind of had like a T Rex thing going where he couldn't really like. Yeah, open this uh, Dr Pepper for me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. The I like that it's broken into like three fight montages. It's like the three rounds before the final like fight, and we get to see all of our invited fighters show their stuff. Some terrible, yeah, terrible fighting. Best songs ever, though. It's just like it's basically a dude got a his first starter keyboard that he found out can do all the different instrument sounds while he plays. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just him being like, I'll fight to survive. <laughs> Kumate, Kumate, yeah. Kumate. But I like that there's the one guy, he did a roundhouse kick to this dude's face, and then the guy that got kicked, his face went the opposite the direction. The opposite way, and he flipped the other way, too. You're like, what? <laughs> My favorite is Monkey Man's first fight. Because the dude is fighting something different. What are we supposed to reference? <laughs> I don't know. Just not that coconut the man, cutter. The man who fights in the Low. style ground of fighter. Ground. Fight. He's a grappler. No, he's not though. <laughs> he he like tree hugged that guy. <laughs> but and that was the fight. I was like, there's no my way class favorite in this is movie. he's like kind of crawling around and like on all fours rolling around, 
and he, he kind of does the like the Dark Souls roll mm-hmm. around <laughs> this one dude, and one dude throws like a punch straight up in front of him, like. The dude's clearly like four feet below yeah, you, and he's kick like, him. "Whiff, ah, oh, like this guy." <laughs> like you could soccer kick his head <laughs> clean off. But yeah, he get he gets a win. We get you know Paco kicking up a storm. He's the yeah, guy. Paco, he got a lot of screen time. I did. I know he's <laughs> he's my favorite. Uh, yeah. There's a couple dudes that we like see for a second, then we never see their second fight, even though they won. That we're kind of like, okay, I guess they didn't really do. They anything. got disqualified. They they were fighting on Continental Grounds. <laughs> the sumo guy. The sumo guy is pretty his... fun. He, uh, yeah, I just laughed. I told Peter, it's a lot. Their outfits. It's a lot of silk, a lot of satin. Everyone's got those sashes on. It's very like. It's very interesting. Was this a thing in these movies to have spray bottles off? Uh, like camera, and then like in between. Oh, they get misted. Shots, they're like, get over here and get some sweat. Yeah, I, it had to have been there. That or there, the humidity level in that room is through the roof. All <laughs> those guys are slippery when wet. <laughs> I do laugh. You brought up grapplers. I do laugh that there is not like a boxer or a wrestler. There's no like, <laughs> there is no ground fighters. It's all like kickboxing stuff, which is fine and entertaining. But it'd be funny to see like. One kid from, I don't know, like some college kid from Ohio just doing double leg takedowns, like breaking people. <laughs> was the stage always, was it just tilted like the it was tilted for, for the, the final? final one. Okay, that's what I thought. Because uh, I was like, I didn't notice that till the last fight. But yeah, that's it's why. flat for the, the all of them except the final okay. one. Uh, but yeah, the the montage of fighting it's pretty good fighting except for like like we pointed out the guy that goes the wrong way really sells it jackson's first fight is pretty funny because it's not even a fight it's literally he gets punched a couple times then jackson grabs the dude by the hair and he hammer fists <laughs> him in the face and the guy's unconscious tosses <laughs> him out he's like oh i got him i got him <laughs> and then you and see then that you frankie got, you got <laughs> yeah. Chong Lee, and then he like he has a world record, fourteen seconds, <laughs> and then we got Frank comes out first by twelve seconds. Oh, he gets his knock, yeah, faster knockout in twelve seconds because it's the it's Hussein, and Hussein tries to fight dirty, and that that is actually hysterical when they like have a few exchanges. Then Frank knocks him to the ground and is about to punch him on the ground, and Hussein's like, "Nope, I'm unconscious." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you think the fight's over? Then Hussein gets up and is like, "I'm gonna get him," and throws, and then Frank just knocks him out with the elbow. Spidey sense is tingling. Oh yeah, knocks his gold tooth to the ground for one lucky janitor. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I- but I laugh after after Jackson's fight though, knocking the dude out. I laugh that he like sits down. He's still shirtless. He's Has got blood, on blood him. all over him, <laughs> and it's just Frank being like, "No, it's great, but what took you so long?" So, and he's like, "Oh, why I oughta, Frankie? Oh, if we weren't best friends, <laughs> if you weren't my brother for life." Oh, they have that moment where they're like. I hope I don't have to fight you. Yeah, they both. It's like, oh, I'd hate to fight you in the end, Frankie. Oh. Is this when he looks at Chong Lee and he's like, you're next? Is that the yeah, beginning? Well, it's before. So it's it's actually one of my favorite moments because it's before it's explained that Chung Lee is the champion. Yeah. So you just see a guy with a bandana. <laughs> yeah, he's got a Korean headband. It's very racist looking. <laughs> and 
Jackson knocks that dudes out. And he's like, yeah, USA. I want you next. And he's like, <laughs> just random guy. And Chung Lee's expression is like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> I'm coming for you. I'm going to get you. Oh, man. And then we watch Chung Lee's fight, and it's just everyone's all excited. And they're like, he's the reigning champion. Never been defeated. He's got the fastest knockout. And then he gets a new fastest knockout. Yeah, new fastest. Didn't new one of them say, record. like, he killed the guy and just left him on the ring? Yeah, something. watched him die. Well, that's what happened. Right. Know. Well, again, though. So and that's one of the things that's funny about this movie is because they pitch it as, like, it's the ultimate tournament. People die doing this. But then it's very... They explain the three ways you can win. Yeah, it's only one of the three ways you can win. You knock him out. You get him to say, say mate, mate. Or you get... You, you kill them. No, no, no. They take you out on a... It's disqualifying. It, it, it's it's not dying. Oh. I thought it was some subtle way of saying you die. No. No, it's not kill them. But I laugh that... Oh, it's throw them out of the ring. Oh, throw them out yeah. of the ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's how <laughs> Jackson... That's how Jackson wins one of them, which is amazing. <laughs> but, uh, like, they talk about how dangerous it is and how people die doing this. And then when it happens later in the movie, everyone's like... How dare you? Yeah. And we have to stop. We have to stop. I'm I'm kind of with Chung Lee when he's like, why is everyone not excited? I'm like, I'm kind of with him being like, this is a to the death tournament kind of. Like, right? And the the fights of his that we'd seen to that point, he was doing the gladiator like thumbs up or thumbs down. And the crowd's like, thumbs down, kick his ass. I thought he had already killed somebody. Yeah, I thought he had killed somebody. Like, he like like, holds up their head like they're like unconscious and he's just like wax them. I thought thought he killed a couple people. Yeah. Cracked his neck. But uh, I I laughed that there was a there's a theory online that uh, Chung Lee's deaf, and it's because <laughs> it's really bad. Oh no! It's because he only talks twice. The dub is so bad, and they don't have him say or like do anything. So he's just always silently like doing his. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so people. Think yeah, there's no like. Oh! Yeah, <laughs> none of there's that. no audio cues. He's like from trying him. to take off. There's no audio cues from him except for "Brick don't hit back" and "You break my record, I break you," and that's it. And so people will be like, "Oh, so he's deaf." <laughs> he says something about your friend. What remember that thing with the bandana? He's like, oh. "I steal your friends." Oh, or, like your mean. friend, and he points <laughs> to his knee. <laughs> yeah, wearing his Harley Davidson. Like, like what? Oh man, but yeah. So the first round of fights, we kind of get the lay of the land. We got some up and comers. We got sumo guy. We got <laughs> not monkey man. We got <laughs> we got fist bump bro. We got the fist bump bro. We got who's Paco? It's Paco. We got Frankie. We got we got Jackson. We got all the stars coming in. <laughs> A real potpourri of martial arts. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I like that it's also, it keeps cutting back to like them just chilling in the bar, like drinking, where Jackson's drinking beer and Frank Dukes is only drinking water. You know, he's got to s- stay pure. But it's that like great fake laughing where it's like, they're like yeah, pretend like you guys have a good, ha ha, ha we're just two friends sitting here in walks Forrest Whitaker and that other dude. <laughs> God, you're coming with us, Frank, or do you want thirty thousand volts? Fifty thousand <laughs> volts. volts, and they, it looks like they have hand vacuum cleaners. <laughs> <It does. laughs> but they're tasers, and they're here to bring Frank 
back to America because he's AWOL from the army. This whole plot felt pointless. It is. It is. I guess it's added time. It's added filler. Yeah. Like, it's so much to where I don't even want to talk about it other than the fact that this chase is so hysterically stupid. When Jackson jumped in, I thought since he's fighting, he was going to be disqualified. Oh, he's not yeah. fighting really, another fighter. I though. really thought that this, like, because I just thought it was no fighting outside, outside of, of the, the tournament. tournament, which, like, I mean, he wasn't throwing punches, but he did make physical contact in an altercation. That's true. I don't know. Borderline. Plot holes. But I wish I could find it. If you look it up online, there is a video of this of this chase where they're chasing him through Hong Kong, and it's like, oh, Frank Dukes is dodging left and right. He's like, oh, we just can't catch him. Dude, oh, it's a boy. Scooby-Doo chase. It is. There is a cut of it that someone put online where it's the chase, but it's a Mentos commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really funny. So I suggest looking that up. But yeah, like them chasing through, and it's like him laughing the whole way while he's out running them. You guys can't get me. He like waits up for them at some point. Oh man, yeah, like when he gets in the rickshaw or whatever, then he's like, "Oh, I guess I got away this time." And the old guy just like spits the like little stream of water. (laughs) Oh, that Frank Dukes. Why can I never fall in water with my mouth closed? The only thing is son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. The only thing it was missing was a cut to Jackson, like, Frankie, that's yeah. my boy. Yeah, like on a balcony, be like, all right, Frankie. <laughs> you got away, you got away from those guys. I should have been what the cut was. <laughs> <laughs> but what I laugh is like Forrest Whitaker that just go back to the hotel. Yeah, he's going back to his room, <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> just go to his room. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> but then we got our dinner with uh, no homo uh, date. And uh, it's basically them just like they've it's the thing where they finish dinner. But now they're having the conversation because <laughs> their plates are empty. and They just have wine. It's just the why did you become a journalist? Because your father was a journalist and you wanted to be the best, right? It's the same for us. <laughs> we just want to be the best fighters. And then she's like, he's like, what do you want? I just want to get to know you. We have all night to do that. Fast forward to the morning. Yeah, no sex what? scene. No sex scene. And I laugh because she's <laughs> she's wearing some sort of top, like yeah. some sort of. But it's she a does thing. Yeah, but she does the classic movie thing of like I can't let anyone see my bazingas and just pulls up the covers anyway and camera pans, <laughs> camera pans <laughs> to see a, a just full butt of Jean Claude Van Damme. At first, you're like, what is that? <laughs> that's Welsh formed. Oh, that's an ass. <laughs> oh, is that the statue of David? Oh, no, no. it's Jean Claude Van Damme. It's like, that is sculpted. <laughs> Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the. Yeah, he pops out the closet. Jackson's <laughs> raiding the mini mirror. All right, Frankie. <laughs> that's my boy. <laughs> Look at those glutes. <laughs> Just gives him a nice little smack. Oh, man. Tight. He, we did skip over, but it's one of my favorite um, Jackson interactions is when Jackson comes to wake him up for the first round of the Kumite, when we see like one of the 50 times Jean-Claude Van Damme's doing the splits, where it's just him coming in and being like, Earth the Frankie, Earth the Frank. Oh, you might want to stop that. You might want to have kids one day. <laughs> Just it's like he keeps going. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> just riff, man. Just riff. Keep going. <laughs> it a hundred percent reads like the director told him, just keep making jokes. We'll probably only use one of them, and they used all of them. 
Because he like the first thing he says is like that hurt. That hurts me just looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a tight five, bro. <laughs> I know it's so good. Oh, I love it. And it's just it's just Jean Claude Van Damme doing the hardcore splits while doing like a kata thing. And then it's just like, you wake up, Frankie. We're leaving in five minutes. <laughs> Are you ready? And then it's just Young Cloud coming out. I'm ready. <laughs> but yeah, that happened earlier. But that was one of my favorite interactions of just, he walks into the hotel room. So our earlier scenes, not unprecedented, of just if Jackson had showed up po- mm-hmm. post-coitus, be like, all right, Frankie. <laughs> he comes from an out under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you used up a lot of energy using that. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> you don't have enough energy to fight. <laughs> I'm crying. Sorry. Oh man. But I like that they get in like one fight. The uh, Janet and him get one final fight about like getting her into the kumite. Well, yeah, he's like, so I mean, I just banged you, but sorry, I can't help you get into the kumite. <laughs> She's like, that's okay. It's it's forbidden. Yeah. I cannot take you. Dinner tonight. He's like, I'll get for dinner tonight. All right, great. Leaves. She shows Ten up. Ten minutes later. <laughs> she beat him there. <laughs> She's like done up. <laughs> she beats him there. When did she it's establish contact up. with this suit? Oh, my gosh. This and, and it's got to be. The only implication I could take away from that is she's pretending to be an escort. Yeah. She's sleeping with this guy. That's the first time I had to go undercover to get a story. She she should have said undercovers. Really loud. Yeah. And they also are trying to like, oh, you know, like, oh, we don't know. Who's this blonde chick that walks in? She she turns around. Like, like, as soon as she gets there. And I love this. Because Jean-Claude Van Damme, they like pan on him. He's like, oh, clever girl. (laughs) But when really he should just be like, oh, shit, I should get tested. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man! But yeah, this is the he sees Jackson and he's doing the brick thing too. Just be, pick a brick, <laughs> hits it, only breaks the top one. See, not a scratch on it. And they're like unimpressed. Yeah, and he's like, I love that. He just breaks it on his head for you. <laughs> just gives it to him. Was the guy intimidated or not? The look on his face was a mixture of I'm intimidated as well as like, I guess I could take this home to my daughter. I mean, she'd like a broken brick. <laughs> it's just kind of hard to read for me. It oh, yeah. seemed unimpressed to me, but then the fact that we were on his face for so long was like maybe. I thought they were going to make it like an American's joke. They're like, oh, Americans. You know what I mean? Like yeah, some sort of. Thick-headed American. Yeah. Because uh, there's never been a Westerner to ever win the Kumite. So Jackson and Frankie are our only hope in the Kumite. Kumite. Yeah, round two's more of the same. Uh, unfortunately, Sumo Man breaks the back of um, karate Coconut Karate Chopping Man. What did we decide to call Monkey to Man? Uh, like yeah, There's some yeah. randomly hard parts to watch, injury-wise. Well, th- so, well, that was the thing I was laughing about with when he breaks his back and everyone's like cheering and he drops him. You're like, okay, so like if we kill a dude, nobody's okay with it. We ruin this dude's life we forever. Him. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, kumate, kumate. I fight to survive. 
Yeah, Chong Li like breaks the dude's leg. Bone sticks out. Oh, yeah, out. the bone yeah. sticks out. That was a pretty good one. Meanwhile, Jean-Claude Van Damme slowly losing articles of clothing as he levels up. Yeah. It's like a reverse armor system in a video game. <laughs> yeah. I guess as it gets harder, he needs more movement. You know, so he's got to break free from the shackles of his clothing. So explain the fist bump to me. So, okay, so what Paco's doing, so in, in Thai boxing, it's different than, it's changed a lot since then, but originally when Thai boxing started, because it's more about legs, you used your hands as a buffer. So you hold them out kind of like that fist bumping kind of thing as kind of like you do a quick snap to bust them in the face, but it was mainly as a gauging as well as like a buffer because you wanted to get them with elbows, if anything, and then you mainly worked them with your legs in the knees. Okay. I so saw it's, it's a force touching. And then he immediately well, he, threw something. I was like, that asshole. Yeah, well, he did. That's okay, that time too. he did. That was a trick. Okay. But usually it is that you touch, and then that's kind of the movement of uh, old school Muay Thai fighters. It's changed a lot since then, but yeah. So when he does that to Frank Dukes later, that is a trick. That is a dirty one because Paco's got to do what he's got to do. I want to see Paco versus Chung Lee. I think we were robbed that fight. I'm just saying, Dana White, that's the fight to make. <laughs> Stop bringing Conor McGregor around. He's washed up. He hasn't won. Yeah, he's in a broken while. his leg. Nobody cares. Get Paco. Get Chung Lee. Let's get do Holloway. this. <laughs> Everyone likes a hero. Oh, but uh, yeah, sumo wrestler goes down. This is the one where it's the. There's only like three black guys in the whole tournament. Uh, we see one for a split second get thrown on the mat, and he's just got a basic gi on, and he's like, oh, that guy lost. We got Coconut Karate Chopping Man. I don't, I don't know what we settled on calling him. Uh, and then we got the that's guy like that threatens. Yeah, he's like seven feet tall threatening uh, our boy Frankie. Just gives him the whole, like, you dead, I yeah. break you. Yeah, that's scary. But what does Frank do? Just hits him once. Good up kick. Just got him. Out of the ring. And then it cuts to Jackson. <laughs> this is such a bad shot. It's just that lower angle, and it's you see just fear in that dude's face. <laughs> Jackson throws him out of the ring, and it's in slow motion, kind of just, Rah, get out of here. And you get Jackson's penis in the middle of the screen. Pretty much. You can, you can count them. But, like, legitimately, Jackson has no fighting style. He's just a big dude. And he got an invite to this like, really exclusive. But they were like, Jean-Claude, no, 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 no. You definitely need to prove why you're allowed to be here. <laughs> they really have uh, Jackson here because he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> this guy keeps drinking beer. Jackson, yeah, every time he's got a beer in his hand. Yeah, head. he makes a new best friend every kumite. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves Jackson. Everybody <laughs> loves Jackson. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so fight's going well. Uh-oh. Jackson's got to fight Chung Lee. And we're like, "Oh no. What's going to happen?" And you know, Frank's like, "You you got to hit him in the gut cuz that's where he's weak. That's where his weak spot is. And stay away from his right leg." Yeah, thanks. I like Jackson's line. He's like, "Oh, you sound like my mother." <laughs> <laughs> Classic. And then the stupidest fight happens of Chung Lee basically does nothing. Jackson knocks him to the ground with like a hearty blow. And then he's like, I got him. I got him, Frankie. I did it. I'm the best. <laughs> like, and then he's like, keep fighting. I love, I love that. Frank's, 
Jacob and Eve. What are you doing? Finish him. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> if only you were actually American, I could understand you, Frank. <laughs> yeah, he thought Jackson thought he was celebrating with him. <laughs> Wait a moment, Jackson. No. Jackson. Jackson, what are you doing? Gets up. Chung Lee puts the hurt on him. A very slow get up, too. And he's very like, slow get up. Sly, maniacal, little snur- snur- Well, snur- I do think it's funny that no one follows up. I, it's, it's one of those things that's kind of funny. When you spend forever, like, in this era of MMA, like, watching UFC, Pride, all that different stuff, that's, like, the first thing that happens. If someone gets wobbly or goes down for a second, the other person just jumps on him and starts wailing on him to, like, finish the fight. And this, whenever someone gets knocked down, they're like, ha-ha, I knocked you down. Get up. What are you, some kind of wussy? Get up. <laughs> like, you're winning. Why wouldn't you finish? <laughs> but, yeah, we get... Oh man, the hurting. Jackson just gets gets the hurting put on him. And then you, I thought he died. The first <laughs> time I watched this, I thought it was like, oh no, he killed Jackson. Oh, because I guess we skipped over Kung Lao had just in the previous round killed somebody. We did uh, skip yeah, over him killing him. the dude. And everyone turns their back to him. And everyone's like, we do not approve this message. This is the Kumite, not, a, not the murder Tay, you jerk. But he's all upset. I like I like it when everyone's turning his back to him and Chung Lee's still kind of trying to do the like no, chant my name <laughs> like arm pump. <laughs> I thought when we got like our first splash of blood on the mat, I was like oh so like by the end of this, this whole thing is gonna be it's red, gonna be red. <laughs> blood sport. And yeah, I was, I was really underwhelmed. But the janitor yeah. did a good job cleaning. I guess so. Yeah, yeah you I, thought it by the end it looked like a Jackson Pollock painting of just yeah. like splatter everywhere. Yeah, I was, I was actually real disappointed by that. Yeah, but with Frankie down. And Chung Lee takes his his Harley Davidson bandana and is waving it around like ah ah <laughs> points at Frank Dukes. You're like, oh no, what's gonna happen to our boy Frank? I mean, spoiler, nothing. <laughs> he has a momentary sad montage with sad eighty synth music riding a bus in a city he doesn't know where he's going. <laughs> and a scary vision of Chong Lee on the bus. That's what kills me. That a hundred percent kills me of just him sitting in the bus and it's just that like on the nose eighties tile song was like when your friends hurt and you don't know what to do. <laughs> when it's your first time in Hong Kong and you're we, riding the bus. We gotta rise up <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like him looking at the window. He thinks he sees Chung Lee making like the most devilish face of like ha <laughs> ha He's like, Oh no, Chung Lee on the bus. <laughs> so, like the thing is, Jackson's cool. Yeah. He's more cool than like most of the guys we've seen. Jackson's got like a, a comic cartoon head bandage on with just like one red spot. And, and he's like cross-eyed now. I know. Like no, he was always cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> but you think it's going to be some weird thing of like Jackson's got to talk him. You, you think it's either going to be Jackson's going to talk him out of the fight or Jackson's going to talk him into the fight. You think there's going to be a conversation of like, because he spent all night, he's so freaked out. He's like, oh, how am I going to fight Chung Lee? I'm just an American. And uh, he goes to see Jackson, and the conversation's just like, you know, you're right, Frankie. Like, oh. <laughs> should have kept fighting him. <laughs> I had too many beers. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, there's no conversation about, like, 
you know, you got to do this or there's, you know what I mean? It's missing that punch. But I like that uh, Janice is like, you guys are crazy. You're not going to fight him. He'll kill you. And she goes and rats to the police about the Kumite, which ultimately ends up doing nothing. Well, they already know about it. Yeah, that's what's so funny. She goes like, there's this tournament. And they're like, yeah, the Kumite, is that this time of year? Yeah, we don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you th- it's just one of those things where they tried to do, because this came out after Rocky Four. This is post Sylvester Stallone ending the Cold War. So they tried to do the <laughs> what thing. What else can be done? Yeah. So they tried to do the thing like in Rocky Four when it's Sylvester Stallone dealing with the fact he's got to fight this guy that's like this machine. You just killed his friend. It's like he's scared, but he's got to do You know, they try to do that, and it's just not translated well because it happens in maybe four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no time to breathe in terms of like him dealing with this. And this is this is where... If you took out the montage at the beginning, this is where you'd insert the flashback, the flashback of the montage, or a new montage of him being like, "No, I, I have to be ready." But no, it's just the next day, and he's like, "I guess I'm gonna fight the Kumite, just like normal, <laughs> every just a normal day." <laughs> and I love this time he's going down the uh, the alley, but because you know Janice ratted on the Kumite, there's policemen there. But don't worry. Jean-Claude Van Damme has his gym bag that's, as we know, only has one, like, <laughs> silk, a silk gi and sashing. There's nothing in it. <laughs> but he, like, hits him like it's got, like, rocks in it. Boom. <laughs> Kicks the other cop through the door and just keeps walking. I mean, you just assaulted two police officers. <laughs> yeah, but when you're American and they're not. Oh, man. And then I love the ricochet off the trash can lid of the... Uh, the stun the taser, guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to the other guy. Oh! oh! And like they're like picking themselves up in the background. They're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Force Whitaker them are like, oh, that son of a He's bitch, <laughs> Frank Dukes. I guess we'll go watch him fight the Kumite now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. MacGyver. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's so good. But then we get, we get Frank versus Paco. Gotta love this fight because this is one. The whole movie's unrealistic, but this is one of the funnier like parts of the fight that I rewound because I was laughing too hard. Is the um, the showing of strength in their <laughs> fight where they just keep kicking each yeah. other in the gut and in the ribs, just like come on, you piss blood, you piss blood. I was like, that's kidney failure, that's broken <laughs> ribs, that might be liver failure. <laughs> come on. <laughs> No defense. They're both just taking turns, just <laughs> kicking each other full force into the sides. Oh, man. Hey, you know, Jean-Claude, he got a couple in to uh, Paco's one. Yeah, that's true. I He's like fast. it. In Jean-Claude like Van Damme movies, though, I should say this is another martial art movies. They do the, I don't know if you guys caught it, the double cut where it's the same move twice. Oh, yeah. we saw that. To, make it, that. to mm. make it look like it's faster or that he's moving faster. Yeah. So those are always fun. Um, I thought it was like an instant replay. Me too. Kind of. It's like, hey, did you see that? No, I I, know, I did. I just saw, yeah. Well, there's the one guy he fights in one of the fighting montage. Maybe it is Paco, where he does the windmill like over and yeah. over and oh over and gosh. over. This, yeah. And it, it cuts to Janice because she's like excited by the fight. But that one, she laughs. She's like, ha, ha, ha. I was just doing a windmill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But she's, yeah, she's a doorstop of a character. Yeah, she she has no reason to exist in this dojo. She sleeps with him once, and then she's like, "I love this guy." <laughs> and the guy she's like, you know, going under the covers with to get into the Kumite. <laughs> He's just always like, "How are you feeling today? How are you feeling today?" <laughs> oh and yeah, because like, I the, feel good. Oh yeah, because it's the guy that's betting on him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Oh, he says he feels good <laughs> betting on him." Oh man, I did like his his bit though at the end before the the big fight when because uh, Jean Claude's late and um, our tour guide's like, mm-hmm. "Just give us another minute. He'll be here." And then the businessman walks up and he's like, "Don't worry, he'll be here." And puts the like fat stack of cash in the dude's pocket and then when he shows, shows up, up he takes <laughs> it out <laughs> that's pretty great that's pretty great <laughs> but yeah so it's the final showdown the and what final. <laughs> and what do both of them do they strip down to their boxers <laughs> essentially for this fight this is exactly what we all wanted what i laughed though is um so frank's taking off his geese handing them to um our tour guide friend and uh <laughs> Kind of getting ready. He's like, okay. And then it cuts to Kung Lee or Chung Lee. And um, Charlie's manager's like, oh, I'm just pretending to help you with your pants here. Shoves that chalk thing like down his pants. <laughs> it's the most awkwardly shot. Like, it should have just been he hands it to Chung Lee and then Chung Lee does it while mm-hmm. he's adjusting. Not this awkward, like, all right, just undoing stuff this down. Coach in likes here. putting his hand in his <laughs> pants. <laughs> I just think it's funny because you can look back at the the training at the beginning of the movie and there's like checkboxes yeah, of skills check that he's used so far. It's like he hasn't used the blindfold one. So that's what, what I was gonna, I I was gonna ask. Like, <laughs> when you did you watch this with Fran? Yeah, yeah. Was Fran like, but John, he hasn't fought blindfolded yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she yeah. had to read ahead to make sure that uh, that Ray Jackson didn't die. Oh, because <laughs> she, she was concerned. She didn't want him to die. Because yeah. she she liked Jackson. Yeah, because he looked like a Jackson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this is another thing it's so and it's partly i think it's partly frank duke's ego and i also think it's partly jean-claude van damme's ego of this fight it, it reminded me of the screen rant thing of the like it's the big build-up he's scared duh, duh, duh. it's like oh so it's gonna be a hard fight barely an inconvenience mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's that joke because jean-claude's killing him incredibly easy yeah incredibly easy the first half of the fight is just going through him and, and Chung Lee is also very respectful. Yeah. <laughs> like, he blinds him, and he lets him gain some sort of composure. Yeah. Neat. But, yeah, we do see, yeah, because Chung Lee's got Jackson's bandana wrapped around his knee. Asshole. Because, uh, you know, he had hurt his knee in the last fight, and he needed a stabilizer, so, yeah. Why didn't Jean-Claude grab the bandana, put it around his eyes, and fight blindfolded? That would have been that would have been kind of funny. That or if he had held it up after a fight, he's like, USA, USA, Harley Davidson, Harley Davidson, <laughs> USA. <laughs> but yeah, the the blinding Giants. the blinding is it reminds me of um, it reminded me instantly of Dark Place where it's the runtime, so we made things slow motion. Because <laughs> how long they show and emphasize that Jean-Claude can't see is like two minutes. And it's just him. <laughs> and this whole time, Chun Li's just like... He's, he's probably doing he's the pulling, fun arm pump. He's pulling a Jackson. He's like, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing it. He's the equivalent of JCVD in the audience. We're just like... I did it, Frankie. I did. 
<laughs> and his manager's like, keep fighting. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> this is why I put my hand in your pants. <laughs> yes, this is going according to plan. His now, now punch him. Oh, so like 15. Yeah, his only manager. lines are like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's not the only thing Chun Li gets from him. I, <laughs> I did expect, I did expect a, because I couldn't remember if this was the movie. But I, for some reason, misremembered and thought there was a a similar scene to in Nacho Libre when you see <laughs> Ramsey getting the massage before the fight, where it's the Ramsey's is number one. <laughs> His arms are number one. Like that whole thing. I thought that happened in this movie with Chung Lee. <laughs> and it, when it didn't happen, I was like, what the hell? Did I just make that up? That's some Chung Lee blue balls there. <laughs> but that that would have been nice. Yeah, so in in your how to make this better, that's in there. <laughs> Chung Lee's number one. It's Chung just in, it's just in Korean though. Yeah. <laughs> his glutes are number one. His arms, his pecs are number definitely one. number one. <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, so he's blinded him, and then of course we're reminded for the fiftieth time. Hey, no, he's trained blindfolded, which is makes the first part of him being blind hilarious because he's like. Ah! and just like a mile off and then gets kicked and is beat up and you're like oh no he's losing the fight yeah and we've seen him in the movie while not having salt in his eyes or whatever yeah. you know like trying to get sucker punched and he feels it yeah mm-hmm. so what's the Spidey difference sense. bro yeah well it takes him a second because he's got to remember he's like oh wait shudoshi you trained me to fight with no eyes Back in America. <laughs> I wish it had like Shadoshi's face like yes, pop up. Like, a like ghost. you were trained in the dark. I would like <laughs> so it to be him be... while he's laying in bed though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he like reaches out to him like a Star Wars kind of thing. <laughs> Frank, remember the blindfold. Yes, Shadosh. And then this... you see Ray on the other side, Jackson on the other well, side. He's like, Frankie, Beth, <laughs> from wake hospital up. bed. <laughs> Beth, no, see, that's one of the things I wanted, I would add to this movie is Frankie needs, or Frankie, Jackson needs to come in on crutches and be like, USA, come on, Frankie, you got this. Janice actually wheels him in. Yeah, the wheels him in. So he can watch his best friend. Exactly. Fight. And it's got to be like, you got this, Frankie. And it's just being like, Jackson. <sighs> and then he goes into he goes into whipping his ass like a blind person. It's pretty awesome. I do laugh the he's got to keep the ref like out he gets out of the way. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I will light you the fuck up. You need to stay out of here. He, it does have to do kind of like a touch him. Oh, you're the ref. Okay, get out. Well, when he grabs him by the silk, it doesn't punch him. And then it's like, oh, how does he know? It's like, well, the other guy wasn't wearing a shirt. <laughs> the ref was so pointless. He didn't do anything. Anyway. Yeah, why is there a ref for a no-holds-bar yeah, tournament for, where you can yeah. kill people? <laughs> but then you like kind of can't. Kind of can't. Aren't supposed to. Yeah. But of course, you know, blind, <laughs> blind Jean Claude beats him up, uses all his training, brings him to the ground. But he doesn't want to kill him, so he grabs him and he's set, set, mate. The crowd goes wild. Woo! <laughs> it's so funny. I love he like he grabs the bandana and he's like, I got it. And then it just cuts to the closing ceremony thing of him winning, and he instantly has his eyesight back. He's like, no, it's fine. Just some water. (laughs) I mean, it was like just salt or something. Yeah, it was a salt pill, I think. It it was, yeah, yeah, a a quick 
30 second flush of the eyes. Yeah. Like love, going in the ocean. Love how Forrest Whitaker and the other guy are also just loving it at this point too. They're, they're just like, like, yeah, <laughs> USA. It pans and they're like, <laughs> yeah. just clapping. And Janice is like, yeah. <laughs> I like how they're all sitting together. They're like, is this the Frankie session? <laughs> yeah. Well, what, who, who is it like, the, did you win? And then Janice is like, oh no, that's when they're talking to Jackson. Yeah. It's like, this is better than that. He got him to say, mate. mate. <laughs> well, I want to. I'll talk about that in a second. the The closing ceremony is pretty funny of him giving them the sword, and it's the because of bravery, because of the bravery and the combat skill. And then it's he looks to the sky, and says, "For you, Shadosh," as if he's dead. But we have no reason to believe he's dead. He's not dead. <laughs> he's but just. He might be. We don't know. He came to pay his respects, is what Miss Tanaka told right. the officer. So, like, he's dying. Or did he die between when he visited and when the military police came to the house? When he said, when you fight, my spirit fight with you, is that does that kill him? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, his spirit's there, so it's not in his corporal body. But I do not know why, but I love the way he says Shidoshi. It's something about... <laughs> it's like one of my favorite lines in this whole movie is, for you, Shidoshi. He probably think that's, that's Mario's friend. His little <laughs> green friend is Shidoshi. You know Mario and Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like the closing ceremonies, he's won the Kumite. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Cut to hospital with Jackson. And he's like, All right, Frankie, you you heard him. And he's like, better than one. And then the way Jackson looks at Janet, he's like, Oh no, did Frankie kill him? He made him say Mate. <laughs> All right, Frankie. Yeah. Cool. So he's probably gonna train for five years, come back and kick your ass. It's like, it's like uh, Janice. I don't know how to tell you this. That's the same as winning. Yeah, that's one of the rules of how you win one the fight. One of the three ways. Also, they just letting Jackson drink beer in this hospital, <laughs> and then yeah, they're having their like, yeah, we did it. But now, now their wear and tear is showing. Yeah, they've like, got little Bob's bruises, got black eyes, or whatever. Yeah, I love that he's like, let's hope next time we don't have to go together. He's like, huh, maybe next time, don't lose your clothes. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> yeah, it's a switch, <laughs> the switch of Jackson just grabbing his hand and the thing. Anytime, any place, anywhere. Which is also the same as any place. And I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. For- I love you, Jackson. <laughs> Me too. Love you too, Frankie. He kisses him. Not on the lips. On the forehead. Might as well. I would have loved it. How? What a great oh. twist. If they just open mouth started going at it and Janice is like, oh, shit. <laughs> I guess I read this situation wrong. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I haven't been opposed to playing a third wheel before. But it's, it's just such a switch of like joking around like, ha, ha, ha. And then... He sees the bandana and no context of the bandana. Like you would think that he, Jackson's going to be like, my father gave me this bandana on my 16th birthday after I won my first street brawl. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like some sort of like real deep meaning, but it's just this shitty Harley Davidson yeah. bandana. <laughs> Maybe next time, don't lose your clothes. <laughs> That butt of yours is a rock. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen that ass, and I'll fall that ass anywhere, Frankie. Anywhere the ass goes. Because I know it won't quit. (laughs) Neither will I. (laughs) But then it just cuts, because he keeps... Frank Dukes has kept telling the military police guys, 
I'll see you at the airport in a couple days. We'll be there in a, you know, I'll meet you at the airport. Da, da, da. And then we see the military police at the plane checking their watches, just being like, guess he's not going to show. And then somehow he's been on the plane the whole time and <laughs> just, hey, guys, we're going to be late. You're always late. Frankie. And I, and I, yeah, I love it. He's, I, it's a hundred percent just really. Frank Dukes, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it just forced me to be like, oh, this wacky guy. They get in there. And, and then we got like a bus. I, I like the double goodbye here. Because it's Janice gets off a bus. Because at first you think, oh, she getting on the plane? I she was coming with. She's going to yeah. come with. Which awesome. makes sense. She's what? American. Right. <laughs> the so kumite is over. They're probably going to the same airport. Uh, but she gets off, and then he kind of does like a two finger salute, like "Here's looking to you, toots." And then she, yeah, inappropriately, I yeah, would say, she's like, I didn't just spend three days watching the Kuma Day <laughs> to not do one of these. Yeah, things. does a fist and palm <laughs> bow, to which he fist and palm bows, freeze frame. Frank Dukes went on to win from 1975 to 1980. He fought 359 matches, undefeated. Oh my gosh! World yeah. heavyweight champion. I have hold on. I have the uh, our facts pulled up here. The fat uh, the fastest knockout was like 12 seconds. 12 point something seconds. The fastest punch to knockout was 0.12, and the fastest kick to knockout was 75 miles an hour. <laughs> two two units of uh, measurement. There. Yeah, they change <laughs> units of measurement halfway through the description. What? Yeah, but it's like yeah, it says this motion picture is based on the true events in the life of Frank W. Dukes. No, dude, Frank Dukes is in he, real life. He's Jackson. He's probably he's one hundred percent a Jackson. Do y'all know From, Frank Dukes in real life? He's a real. No, yeah. I mean, do you know of him? Yeah, but I, I'll talk about him in oh, a second. Okay. But between nineteen, yeah, nineteen seventy-five to nineteen eighty, Frank Dukes fought three hundred twenty-nine matches. He retired undefeated as the world heavyweight full contact kumite champion. Yet, one, he maybe weighs a buck fifty. Two, there was no weight class system. Yeah, we saw. I mean, the sumo guy went up against the tiny guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then let me just like think about three hundred twenty-nine fights just for half a second. That's a lot. And like so, if if this happens every five years, the the bitch only fought in two kumites. <laughs> I thought it happened every year. Every five years. It's every five years. Every five years. Mister Duke still holds the world records for fastest knockout, three point two seconds. Fastest three. punch with a knockout, point one two seconds. It doesn't say seconds. No, this- no, no. This says seconds. Fastest kick with a knockout, seventy two miles per hour. All right. Just change the unit of the measurement. Most consecutive knockouts in a single tournament. 56. He fought 60 t- 56 times in a row? In a three-day tournament? I guess. Kumite. <laughs> Kumite. I fight to survive. Okay. So Frank Dukes. How- yeah, tell us. Frank tell us Dukes the real Frank. is. So he, like this movie claims, he claims to have been a... CIA was in the army, then recruited by the CIA to do these like clandestine missions. And that he allegedly won a medal of honor for saving a bunch of Filipino orphans from pirates. And 
uh, like has fought in all these different kumites and different types of kumites, even though in his original story, it's in the Bahamas, not in Hong Kong, which is kind of, that's kind of a fun location for a kumite, you know, that way. He also ran into the pirates that he beat up before and they had to fight. And does nobody call him on his so, list because oh, they, they want so, to keep it a secret? So this is the thing. So it's one of those things where everyone who's tried to disprove him, it so it's just as hard to disprove him as it is to prove for him to prove what he has said. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Where there's so much back and forth misdirection where it's a lot of people confirming stuff and discounting others. and You know what I mean? Where there's just not a lot of people that have come forward on either side because most people don't give a shit. But like there's a bunch of different court cases. One involved a receipt proving that he purchased a trophy that he claims to have been his Kumite trophy. But then that was thrown out because of some weird thing. Oh man. There's a bunch of those weird stuff, but this is like, like John, do you follow McDojo life on Instagram? No, I highly recommend it. It is filled with this, type of nonsense of like what happened in the seventies and the eighties where martial arts was super mystic. And it's a lot of like chi energy and pressure point, like death touch nonsense and like ninjutsu. One of his videos, stuff. he's like trying to tell a woman how to like fight back against an aggressor. And she, and he talks about the difference between men and women and how like he holds a finger up to a guy's like cheekbone here. And he's like with one finger. Now, tr- now try to walk forward, try to walk forward. And he's like, see, he can't move forward. He can't, he, you, you try. And like the woman, you know, obviously like does it or whatever, but it's like, if you, if you put a finger to my cheek, I mean, I could, I could walk. Yeah. But it's like that kind of shit. That's all McDojo life is, is well, it's, it's two, two halves. There's the cult side of martial arts. So it's the people that follow these, you know, whatever sect or dojo they're in to a cult level to where that stuff is true to them, where their sensei can, you know, say they're hitting with an energy blast and the student will respond and start acting like they actually got hit because they believe it. And so there's that crazy shit. And then the other half of it is the martial arts people that do incredibly dangerous, not effective, just like showmanship to be like, this is how badass I am. One of the guys I trained with through high school and a little bit after high school ended up on McDojo life. Luckily, he wasn't one of the cult guys. He was one of the dangerous, you know, doing dangerous stunt stuff. And that makes sense to me. He did a lot of stupid stuff. Yeah, so that that tracks. So I highly recommend that Instagram. But Frank Dukes and another guy named Count Dante are like the pinnacle of why this all came to fruition in terms of like the bullshit because they got popular. So like a lot of it, like a lot of these Frank Dukes exist, but they're so niche and like, they're like urban legends. You know what I mean? They're like, if, if a Frank Dukes existed in Nashville, like only we would really know about him. Cause like, he's like the local, Oh, he's claimed to have fought all these guys. Da, da, da. But because of, you know, something like this, where he gets his story published and made into a movie, it like brings it in the forefront where everyone within the actual fighting community is like, yeah, that's bullshit. That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? So it's interesting. There's some fun interviews with Frank Dukes where he's like one where he's wearing like a gold tuxedo. And it reminds me of um, in I, Tanya when the bodyguard's being interviewed and he keeps saying he's a professional and clandestine and counterterrorism. Yeah. And the interviewer's like, but you're not. And it's just him being like, oh, but I am. 
like but there's been no credentials oh but there are you know what i mean like it's it's that level of awkwardness where someone's like frank we've gotten your military records and it says you were in the marine reserve for like two years and you weren't even deployed but i was you know what i mean it's that like awkwardness of like clearly he can't lie his way out and then he just acts like the big thing's like fine if we're just not going to do a bullshit you know interview then this was going to do there's also like a allegedly a story of when Jean-Claude Van Damme was cast for this, that Frank Dukes didn't think Jean-Claude Van Damme was tough enough. He was too much of a pretty boy. You know what I mean? I mean... And, uh, like, all this thing. So, allegedly, they went up to the roof of the hotel that they were all staying at during pre-production and had had a fight just between the two of them. Only the two of them saw it. But Frank Dukes apparently came down and was like, no, Jean-Claude Van Damme can do this. And so both of them have said that that happened and both have been like super vague about like what the fight was and things like that. It's amazing. It's amazing. I love it. You've seen Tropic Thunder. No. Never mind. What was the reference you're going to make? Uh, that the movie that they were making based on. Oh, the it's bullshit. Like, this is, this is just like that. Yeah. There's, then there's countless stories. Like I know Joe Rogan told a really famous one of a guy that was in his, one of his jujitsu classes like claimed to be a black belt and um you know claimed to be this like fighter won all these like no holds bar death tournaments da, 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 da. like once took a guy from their gym or asked for a ride to these this wood like wooded park area and said if you could pick him up in like an hour or two and he like dropped him off went to the woods and when the guy came back to pick him up he came out of the woods with a trophy and he's like yeah i just won another tournament <laughs> like you know those people exist and it just so happens this movie got made because somebody in hollywood believed him i'm happy they believed him this movie's great i love this movie um i mean final thoughts what do you guys i don't i don't mean to be brush harsh i just know we're running out of time here so it's fine i think it it's definitely fun to not watch alone because uh, it's not a good movie. I disagree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it impacted you in such a positive way in your childhood. And, uh, you know, and I'm glad that it taught you that real men can have relationships <laughs> like Frankie and Jackson. And that's totally okay because Frankie slays. And, uh, like, that's cool. And I'm, I'm glad that we've been able to share something like that. Um, I 100% by the way thought my brother was basically Jackson <laughs> as a child when I was really young and my brother was like in super jock mode <laughs> I 100% was like that was that's what Steve would he's be. watching it and he's Frank well yeah and yeah my brother's <laughs> brother's idea he's like no yeah I'm I'm clearly Frank and I'm like no, you're, you're, you're Jackson, Jackson. <laughs> and this whole time you've been Chong Lee no I've been the janitor oh <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so, John, uh, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, especially because, like, I-, I wanted to get you guys' opinion because, again, this is like a this is a foundational martial arts movie. I it, like what out it of the gave 80s. us. I mean, also gave us Johnny Cage. Yes. I can appreciate that. I forgot to bring that up. But, uh, uh, yeah. John, final thoughts? Bad movie, but hilarious and also entertaining movie. Yeah, like fun to watch. Yeah, like fun to watch like to Peter's point with people. Um it's I laughed a lot. <laughs> I had a lot of questions. It was I was entertained by the fights and the characters that fought, but 
if I were to be asked if this was a good movie, no, <laughs> yeah, it's not. But it's also only ninety minutes, so yeah. I think it's worth your. Free and time. they were fighting for ninety. Yeah, yeah, it's worth me, your free time. Me and yeah, Peter for what it is. Yeah. yeah, Peter, would you say worth your free time? Yeah, yeah. There, there are worse movies for sure. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah. The, the soundtrack is also super like oh it's the it's like what? i said it's the epitome of a dude got like a my first keyboard with all the sound effects in it and just like riffed <laughs> while playing watching it for the first time it's like oh were these songs written at the time no 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 because as soon as they're talking about what's going on in the movie it's like oh yeah no it's just <laughs> for the movie and these suck yeah. um yeah obviously i love it but i agree with <laughs> what you said john like how I always talk about objectively, whether a movie's good or not. Objectively, this is a bad movie. It's awkwardly formatted. The dialogue's garbage. There is no plot. There is no character development. It's in that way, you're right. It's an awful movie. Entertainment-wise, this is like the 80s version of Fast and Furious, where I don't need any of that bullshit. This right. is insane. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, and I, I like you said, I love what it gave us because John Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat is a, is based off of this. Mm. Like his costume in the original game is based off the costume he wears in the last fight with Chung Lee. That's why he does the splits because that's that's Jean Claude Van Damme's like signature move is doing the split punch. So they gave that to gave that to Johnny Cage, which ironically Jean Claude would go on to, to be in the Street Fighter movie and turn down a role in the Mortal Kombat movie. feel like that's kind of backwards. But yeah, love the movie. I definitely think it's worth your free time, especially if if you're into martial arts movies and haven't seen this, I feel like you'll watch this and get a lot of references that people bring back to this. And, uh, you know, I got to love... Gotta love some bro love between Jackson and Frankie. I'm glad that it goes so far back as the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was it. we all agree. <laughs> we all agree. Sport. Worth your free time. Uh, we hope that honored you, Shidoshi. Um, I don't know whose pick it is next, uh, but I'm excited to see where we go. Uh, again, we're doing martial arts through the summer. Well, not through the summer, but for this season of the summer. Yeah, through whenever we decide not to. Right. Um, I, I definitely would love to revisit. I, when I was watching this, I was thinking about, I would love for us to do a season of just eighties action and kind of go through the big three, three or four of the eighties action heroes, like the JCVD, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold, Steven Seagal, like, you know what I mean? Go through all theirs, but I mean, could, uh, Bruce Willie, Bruce Willie got to throw in a Bruce Willie. Um, that'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'll let you guys decide what you want to do next. I don't want to put a lot of input in. I know there's a lot of good modern options too. I know I will be picking this. Uh, <laughs> I know the raid was definitely I'm talked gonna about. I'm gonna pick the raid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say I know the raids up there. That movie's amazing. I would count John Wick, even though that's more gun heavy. Um, would you count I, Dread? No, that's okay. that's just that's too, bad. that's too bad. By the way, I've seen a few of the Kill Bill movies. Do those count? Those count. Curious. Okay, so I've seen those too. We did Kill Bill Part Two. We never did Kill Bill One. That's technically eligible. Uh, you know, but if you guys want to go back to the old school ones, I'm down too. But either way, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk fighting with you guys. Gourmate. Remember to follow us at dftpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, let us know if you have any ideas for movies or themes you want us to do and uh, we will see you next time